Welcome to Cancelled. We're back. Uh, plowing through my so-called life. Plowing through is not right. It implies that I'm not enjoying it. Now, yeah, I'm enjoying it much more than I kind of expected to. Uh, with me for the duration, the one, the only, Daniel Webb is here. How you Ta-da. doing? I'm back. <laughs> How's things? Uh, things are good. Things are good. I also am enjoying this more than I thought I would. There, so. like, I was just a little apprehensive because, like... I'm a 38-year-old man. Yeah. This is a show for teenage girls. Absolutely. Uh, but it's a really good show for teenage girls. It's, like, that, it's just well done. They hit their demographic right on the money, and yeah. that's what stands the test of time is what I'm noticing. Yeah, for um, sure. Um, and it's funny because like, I would imagine at the time it felt very cutting edge because it, 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 it seemed like it would have that sort of feel. feel. Well, and this, they really jump into it in the third episode. Oh, there's no, like, there's <laughs> no, fu- I'll tell you what, the third episode, it's like Guns and Gossip is the name of the episode. It's oh, right is it the, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, funny. they jump right into the, into the drama. But what's fun, what I was saying was like, if, it, it, it seems like it would have the feel of something very cutting edge, at least at the time. But it is so, classic in a lot of ways Truly, like yeah like in the fourth episode the the parents were getting audited yeah. which was like <laughs> such a trope of tv back in the day it was constantly i don't know why everyone was constantly getting audited, getting audited. but like that is just not a storyline on television there's anymore. a funny roseanne audit episode subsequently yeah. but uh there's um there's a lot of stuff on TV in the 90s where people, that's where people were having the conversation. Right. Because that's what everybody had. You know, the internet wasn't the internet. Sure, sure, sure. Like that. So, like, Melrose Place was the cutting edge. You know, they were breaking rules. Right, right. This was just Melrose Place for, But they also, like, all right, we'll just jump into it. Episode three starts with a clip of the JFK assassination. <laughs> and my first, well, not the, it's just actually just a speech. It's not the clip yeah, of the assassination. The but my, ask not speech. But immediately my thought is, and how is she going to make this about herself? Like, <laughs> like fucking uh, Anne Frank again. Totally. JFK, and like what, and immediately she does. <laughs> That's she, her immediate narrative. Her yeah. narration is like, <laughs> it's funny how people think that. Someone important isn't important anymore. I'm like, wow. I don't even think anybody living now knows who JFK is. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, it's it fucking killed me too. Because like, she it, it was uh, it made me think like um, that it was the the anniversary of 9/11 yesterday, yes. and I feel like if this show was like a few years later, <laughs> they'd just right. be like. She'd be like, man, 9-11, it was such a bad day for me. She would just be all about her. Well, that's exactly what she says. She's like, everybody can tell you where they were when JFK was shot. Right. I don't have that. (laughs) I'm still waiting. I'm like, so you're waiting for your (laughs) 9-11. Hang on, Angela Chase. So there are two storylines going on in the third episode, uh, as described by the, the title. It's Guns and Gossip. Uh, so one storyline is like a gay cowboy bar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, like, uh, like real, like frilly Western wear. Yeah, exactly. Uh We only serve buttery nipples. (laughs) You know what? I haven't had a buttery nipple in probably 15 That sounds about right. Years, yeah. and I could fucking have one. Are you ready again? <laughs> I might, it might be about time. I don't come like back to, around. I don't like to watch the bartender's eyes roll in the back of when their you head. When you order. That's what stopped me. For sure. Uh, so, part the, initially, the main storyline, it seems, is 
uh, <laughs> Brian Krakow <laughs> has to take a shit, which apparently he has to take a shit every day or something. Right. There's, there's some weird, like, that's a story of he has to constantly go to the bathroom. Uh, and while he's out in the bathroom, he sees Ricky and somebody sort of getting an argument and scuffling a yes. little bit. He goes into the bathroom and there's a gunshot. And he yes. comes out and he sees them run away and there's this gun on the ground and a bullet has uh, it's been fired into the wall uh, to a locker and penetrated soda. a locker. There's door. soda pouring everywhere. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny to me that since this is pre Columbine yes. and sort of pre school shooters, yes. the gun is is <laughs> kind of just sort of a story. It's just a way to advance the story as opposed to being like. A an real issue. an issue based thing, correct? Yeah, because like yeah, there's like a little bit of the parents are concerned for their safety, but really, I feel like it only existed so we could meet Rayanne's mom. Right. <laughs> like, Finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not lost on me that in the whitewashed a- a- academia there, that the gun did go through the black girl's locker. I wanted to say, I wrote, my second, my third note here is: there's a gun in the school, and now there are black people. <laughs> yeah, no. I see any black people the last two episodes? The Who second the there's a gun, they're everywhere. The parent meeting was the most urban scene I've had yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, like, I was like, where are all these black kids that these parents have they're out There's so many black they parents came out um, but they really i do like how immediately they're like we're gonna tackle gun violence and digestive issues <laughs> like, we're not gonna hold back and poor brian gets like when the principal takes him in he starts like really fucking like like uh like he should have the light the light bulb on him trying yes. to get it interrogating him about his, his yeah you go in the bathroom well, well which one and he's like oh the one down the hall he's like, no, that's not what i meant what kind yeah like he's number like, one to, or number, number two. two he's just trying to find out if he's shit and it's like that's irrelevant well, like, i don't understand why you're asking those questions i noticed about this that throughout this episode it's about power and how people handle it yeah because, yeah yeah like Ricky wants the power, you know what I mean? Brian Krakow wants the power. Mm. But the principal immediately is like, this is my problem and I'm going to solve it. And the man's wearing a bow tie. (laughs) He has the intimidation of a weatherman. We should mention that he is black. We have a black principal, which I did not realize. I I don't know if we got his name. Um, oh, I didn't catch question. it. I didn't no. catch it. Um, they do, I think it's the next episode, they do mention a... Uh, a teacher's name, but she's not there anymore. She's been, she like quit yeah, or something. Yeah, I love that part, by uh, the way. We'll get to that in yeah, a second. Anyway. So, like, so this is happening, and now Brian knows that somehow Ricky was involved with this gun. He doesn't know what, what they, uh, the principal wants him to, like, name names. Yes. He doesn't want to do it. The same time, uh, there's a rumor going around the school that fucking, uh, that Angela fucked Jordan, Jordan Catalano in, the, uh, in his car in front of Brian's house. Right. Uh, Which, I, honestly, well, I don't want to jump the gun. No, please. Well, it's, and it's also the rumors getting spread the old-fashioned way, which is by a handwritten note that uh, is it's hand-to-hand-to-hand-to-hand. To hand to hand to hand. It's kind of adorable, and also, they don't... It's funny, because, like, they have to, like, be obvious with the note since we're watching it. Correct. But, like, there is no... It literally, it's like, <laughs> hey! And they just pass a note. There's nobody right. trying to hide this note. It is funny to me that the only places people pass handwritten notes is, like, school uh-huh. or prison. Right. It's the only two places where right. people pass notes. <laughs> That's where vital information needs to be exchanged. <laughs> I my favorite thing was that, and again because we're watching it is because the the note was wi- written in a huge bold font. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the, the it's eight and a half paper, but it's turned sideways, right? And really it's written long. across that way. And it's the Angela Chase had complete sex with Jordan Catalano in his car. Yeah, with yeah, like yeah, yeah, wavy yeah, yeah. underlines. 
And I'm actually a really big fan of the distinction of complete sex. I think that's an important thing to uh, to say. If you're gonna brunch, if you're gonna start a rumor about someone fucking be accurate, and complete <laughs> sex means something. So yeah. But that being said, I think because I, I had the same thought when you first said it, but I think they were trying to get complete across as some sort of slang. Uh, because like later on, Rayan's uh, mom says something about he's a complete hottie or whatever the fuck about uh, Jordan Catalano. So I think there was like there was something where they were trying to get that to be like a slang term. Infiltrate kids the use, lexicon. But I don't like that. It didn't take. I don't. I think. don't think that they had that kind of power. In my so-called life. You know I, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they lasted one season, so I can't <laughs> imagine they did. Like Jordan Catalano, I guess, is the only like iconic thing. For that name really. for the sure. Name, yeah. I knew that <clears throat> even having never watched an episode of the show, I knew the name Jordan Catalano. Which I also uh, I I don't remember from the first two episodes, but in this episode, start to finish, Jordan Catalano is wearing a choker. (laughs) No question about it. There's no medallion or nothing. Just a straight choker. (laughs) It's a piece of fabric around his neck. There's a guy in school. There's a so the kid so the gun goes off, and now we're supposed to buy these reactions from these kids, Uh, (laughs) and it's Rayanne is. Just a joke a minute, doesn't give yep. a shit. She's laughing. She's like she's looking at kids in the hallway and be like, pow, 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 pow. Like she's I, just being a wise ass. I appreciate head. that. Uh, <clears throat> then one girl, so Sharon goes up to Brian with this other girl. This is Gracie or whoever the fuck Gracie yes. is. Or, I don't remember. Let's call name. her Gracie. Let's call her Gracie. Yeah. It works. <laughs> she's like, so I heard you like chase down the gunman or whatever, mm-hmm. this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wow, that's so brave. I have to leave the room when my dad uses the electric knife. <laughs> right. Well, then you have mental illness. Like, you are, you need help. So the actress, whoever Gracie is, have you noticed that the woman is, smiles when she says her lines and you can't see her, sh- sh- it's all teeth? <laughs> so she looks like a, literally a ventriloquist. That's, she smiles. <laughs> it's just like a tubby, so it's hilarious. Brian Krakow now has this, a little bit of, like, notoriety or, yeah. you know, bravado because he was involved in the gun scene. Right. And Sharon is straight up, like, put Putting Gracie's pussy up for sale. <laughs> right. The, hey, here's my friend. And, yeah, I know this loser who um, saw a gun. Immediately. She's on the newspaper staff, right? Right, Gracie right, right, is. right. And as soon as that happens, uh, she looks at Angela Chase walking down the hall and gives her this look of shame because mm-hmm. she just heard about the complete sex. Right. I'm like, Sharon is a huge bitch. She's slut shaming her old friend <laughs> hey, hey, hey. and slut making her new friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hilarious. Like Sharon has got it all mixed up. And we spent. It's so funny because I feel like. Most of this episode, like, it's a pretty even mix between the two storylines, like, time-wise. Yes. But there is way more, like, emotion in the (sighs) gossip storyline than there is in the gun storyline. Except for Ricky. (laughs) Right. Which, for starters, I should say, very happy we got a a Ricky episode pretty early. Very complex. And he's got a lot of shit going on. Yeah. it's, It's interesting. And it was good that, like... So, basically, we find out that Ricky... We see a bunch of Ricky being bullied. Yes. And people bullying him because he's gay and calling him a yeah. faggot and they're pushing him into walkers and, and shit. On a personal note, what in, you see in this episode is about as rough as I got it where you're shoved against a locker right, and right, then right. your girlfriend has to jump in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. basically what my 90s experience was like. Right. Except unlike Ricky, I wasn't dressed like a backup dancer. <laughs> is, at least you had the decency to not be dressed like you're trying to fill it in menudo. I mean, there is asking for you. Yeah, he is a menudo. Like, <laughs> Uh, it's those vests. Yeah, it's a lot of like a lot of rayon vests. <laughs> but to be, I mean, I will also give him credit. Like, I'll, I will say, 
that like rayon vests were popular at the time yeah well yeah exactly. like that was a he didn't look out of place he wasn't being retro the way rayon is suddenly a hippie yeah like it's in the next episode more but yeah. out of nowhere she is just a a full-on hippie because she was kind of rock and roll she was that more grungy gutter kind of looking yeah. girl and then then by the fourth episode she is just a hippie. Truly, yeah. Her uh, hair has gotten really hippie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Braids and shit. Uh, but I, well, I think it's also because it makes more sense for her mom to be, sure. like, acceptable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, okay, so they go to a pizza. So there's a, there's a, there's a <laughs> meeting for the parents about the gun. Yeah. And all the parents are freaking out. What are you going to do about this gun? And the principal's like, we're bringing in counselors, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they're like, we don't give a shit. Rayanne's mom's got a bunch of Which, wise ass statements. remember that, though? Make. That is kind of what they used to do. For sure. It would be like, we have a counselor. Absolutely. And Kid died, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. wants to talk to Mrs. Dawson? Well, that's why I loved Rayanne uh, uh, so much because she like plays up like she's really heartbroken, like she's really yes. freaking out about the gun, and then yeah. she's like, "You think maybe I can get a couple days off?" Like she literally like right. she's just bullshitting the, the whole time. And Angela's such a narcissist that she twisted into her own personal narrative about being <laughs> gossiped. She didn't bring up the gun once. She Not didn't once. give a shit. She's worried about people thinking she fucked on paper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, what's hilarious too is like. So she she continues to have this thing where uh, she like she doesn't want people to think she fucked Jordan Catalano, right. but she wants to fuck Jordan Catalano, right? Uh, and when she sees him, she's like, "I pro- I I'd let him do anything he wants to me." She has the weirdest fucking line where she goes like, "You know, when you're in a moment, you only you, and you just focus on like one thing, and it's uh-huh. the biggest thing in the world." I saw the the frayed edge of his collar, and yeah. it made me think he was from a poor family that couldn't afford new shirts. <laughs> right, and it's like, or maybe he just had a thread on his collar, bitch. Don't right. be so judgmental. <laughs> or that's what makes him cool. Did you notice his choker? Yeah, that's, that's an affluent sign. How poor can he be? He has like a fucking cherry muscle car. Yeah, it's like, a gorgeous car. Yeah. I just is it wrong to call a fourteen year old girl a tease? Because like, <laughs> I don't know what to call that. Yeah, but she is looking at him like she wants. Right. I don't mean it like that, but like she's interested. I she's interested in him at least. Yes, but I then think. a second he's like, "Well, maybe we can do something about he's this." Real moody. She's just like, "I'm out." Like she's yeah. fucking yeah. Which I guess like she's 15. She's scared. Well, <laughs> she doesn't know how to handle these emotions. I buy that. And it's truly like a boy to ruin every situation. But I do love. He comes up to her and is like, this rumor exists. Yeah. Why don't we just go ahead and make it true? Right, I'm right, like, right. that is a kind of rapey thing to <laughs> say. <laughs> but also that conversation starts because like she's looking at like a wall of posters and one of them is like the Heimlich Maneuver poster. Oh. And that conversation starts by him going, my uncle choked on a chicken bone. And oh. I was just like, another, yeah. I, I, him being retarded. Yeah. That is something the special kid would say when he walked up to you in the hallway. And it's d- a very forced, gumpy in delivery right. on that line. Right. He just has good hair so she wants to bang him. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so we're at the teacher conference. Yes. And, uh, Rand's mom, we, a woman who we don't know who she is yet, yes. is say, is like just making a lot of wise ass comments Real under mouthy. her breath. <laughs> it's eventually someone like eventually she like addresses the fucking whole room. Yes, one of the girls, one of the fucking moms in that room is like, my daughter's been crying for thirty six straight hours. She needs help. Yeah, uh, your daughter is meant is weak. Did you notice how the mom just looked wet? <laughs> she looked like she just came in out of the rain. Something weird happened to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, it is actually raining a lot in this episode. There's a fair amount of rain towards lots the end, specifically. Rain. Yeah, lots of rain. Um, but they're at the PTA meeting, and also this is where all the uh, parents of color are. Yes, there's many. Poof. Absolutely. And they're vocal and they're yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, when we they go to leave, they leave. They're talking. She's like, oh, and. and uh, 
uh, Angela's mom is like, oh, I wish I could have, you know, had the balls to say the things you say or whatever. And she's yeah. like, oh, but just be loud. Yeah. And this is when we they both she realized, oh, you're like I'm Angela Chase's mom. She goes, oh, Angela Chase, Rayan talks all about you all the time and right. blah blah blah. And she is su- like perfectly cast as Rayan's mom. <laughs> Good casting because she is. The embody. She's just a bigger version of Rayanne. She's not right. even grown up. She has the same mannerisms, the same patterns of speech. Like right. she's just a bigger version of. Somehow she keeps the lights on. You yeah, know what I'm I mean? Not like sure. Somehow yeah, she yeah, pays yeah. the bills for sure. I did think it was like really funny when they made her because they did play him off like old Angela, old Rayanne. Yeah, you know, yeah, that very moment. much so. So the mom pulls out a cigarette and she like sits on the on the, the concrete like the wall fence there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is unflattering for. Any older woman, sure. <laughs> like, if you're trying to just sit spread-legged and smoke a cigarette like you haven't had children. You know? <laughs> uh, but I did like that they were playing that little tiny dynamic where it was like, this is what they would be like if they were the teenage daughters. Absolutely. But the mom is still a bitch. The fucking mom's still a bitch. Ray- and then Rayanne's mom kind of let, like lets it slip that she thinks... <gasps> uh, Angela's fucked this girl... Uh, uh, yeah. Fucked Jordan Catalano. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I came to the realization today because I started just typing JC for my notes. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jordan Catalano. Uh, you're Jesus kidding. Christ. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of he's course. the savior. <laughs> he's the. Wow. Um, Wait till you see. Oh, my gosh. Okay, keep going. We'll get Wait to till it. you see the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very excited. Uh, so she lets it slip to Angela's mom that she. That, that, you know, oh, she tells her like, oh, she's in. It's so great for her because young love or lust or right. whatever it and is. She and was so obsessed with, with him before, him. Yeah. and now she can have it. Right, right. And, and she's uh, breathing cigarette smoke in the mom's face, <laughs> which I love. Uh, the dad, by the way, throughout this whole show, has had almost no reaction to everything. So the gun, <laughs> like the mom's freaking out about the gun at dinner. Yeah. She's like. You know, maybe we have to drive you to school, and yeah. then the dad's like, "Well, we can't drive you to school. It's just a gun. Pass the potatoes." Like he doesn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And then she, the mom comes home and she's freaking out because she thinks her fifteen-year-old daughter is fucking some dude. And the dad's like, "Yeah, you he know, doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit." She's right. I was, I was with her. Like my, I wore my friend's dad's old Marine shirt, and yeah. my mom's friend told her that that's what gang members were wearing. So my mom took the shirt back to my friend's house wow. and sat like her parents down, like. It was, you know what I mean? That's hilarious. So the mom freaking out about the, like, gun thing. Right. I was like, bitch, chill out. <laughs> but, the, like, I would have, you know, lit myself on fire if my mom was trying to, like, t- talk to me about oh, like, sex yeah, with Jordan Jesus Catalano. Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, but then, uh, but she, like, the mom is so, like, she's also kind of hurt yeah. that she has to find out, like, all those stuff is going on in, his da- in her daughter's life from right. some from this other woman. She like felt really bad, and the dad could not give a fuck less. <laughs> uh, but but she, but boy oh boy, is she having a fucking crisis? That when that boy starts like writing, like writes down, like hey, well, you know, basically writes a note like you fuck Jordan, how about I get some of that puss? Yeah, <laughs> and, like hands it to. I'm her. mad that we don't get to see what's on the note. Yeah, but that I think we can, figure, we can figure we can figure it out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's see again. Okay, so it's the power thing. Like the principal is obsessed with solving this problem right. and Brian Krakow is getting like opportunities with girls for the first time sure and but then he's also getting pressure from the outs from the kids to not snitch nobody likes to snitch nobody likes even to snitch even Ray Ann's like you know like, what happens to snitches yeah, 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 yeah right yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. been in a couple knife fights she's about before. to cut somebody also we get another to- uh, uh, cousin t- uh, Tino 
reference. Uh, yeah. Because she's like, my friend, my, uh, Cousin Tino's friend's been arrested with a gun multiple times and nothing's happened. I mean. He's like, that's not true. Tino's <laughs> a, like, 25-year-old who needs to stop hanging out with high schoolers. You yeah. know what I mean? I knew some guys like that back oh, in the day. Oh, of course. They always got you, like, pills. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Not even weak. Like, no, pills. pills. That's yeah. what you needed from those guys. But, like, Angela cannot handle the power of being a known slut. Even right. if it's not real. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She just plain and simple can't handle that. Yeah. I'm like, and I love Ray Ann's attitude where it's like, this is an opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, gotta absolutely. turn this into gold. <laughs> I love that. Uh, um, she, there's a great moment where, so first he's, uh, uh, JC goes up to her and is like, <laughs> uh, it says like, yeah, you know, this is a rumor. Let's make it real or whatever. Yes. And she's like, oh, I gotta go. And then he comes back and he's like, you know what? I was really sorry. That was rude. Yeah. Uh, I've made it very clear to the entire school that we have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> I don't like you. You don't like me. Like, she, he just really fucking he just rips her goddamn heart out that, that girl moment. in the gut. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking rough. <laughs> Watching that was a real, I was like, oh, God damn it. You keep fucking this up. Like, I, well, they go to the building that the school is in is like a classic kind of New Englandish yeah. building, you know? Absolutely. And of course, that went down in the stairwell. One of those open wooden stairwells yeah, yeah, where yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. have to walk away in a dramatic fashion. <laughs> I love that quintessential scene, but man, he got me too on that. I was like, "What a son of a bitch!" I thought this was when they were going to have. Yeah, I thought this moment. Was, yeah, I thought it was going to be the moment where he apologizes. Yeah. I know you're not like that, yeah, but maybe I can, you know. Take you out for ice cream or some shit. Yeah. Something, something. Hey, I can understand why he would be getting uh, mixed signals. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's every time she tilts her neck, I don't know what she's gonna say next. You know? <laughs> she does a lot of head of neck like tilting. An emotional weather vane. <laughs> uh, so Ricky's getting bullied. We kind yes. of lost the thread, thread on that. So Ricky's getting bullied, and we find out. Uh, eventually, in a very touching scene, in the back of a, he's sitting in a in the back of his car in yeah. the rain. Yeah. Um, and she like runs up. Uh, Angela runs in. She's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I can never make it through a whole day." Right. Uh, in there. In there. It's terrible. Uh, and she's. He's like, "I love your life is perfect." And she's like, "What are you talking about? My life's but I'm pathetic or whatever." And yeah. he's like. Bitch, you got a nice house. <laughs> your parents exist. He just calls it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, quit your fucking horse shit. You got a great life. And I was like, thank you, Ricky. That's exactly. Also, there are moments where, and it, it, there's one particularly in the next episode where we kind of learn little bits about Ricky. Yes. Like his, like, what is his family life? Yes. We don't see it, but we hear little stories. And he, uh, it makes me think his family is fucked up. I mean, I, they're really pa- they're really layering him for a reveal, right? Of, some of, kind. of something bad. Yeah, for everybody sure. else is kind of on their sleeve. I will say the car they're sitting in is it like a Cadillac or something? No, some sort of giant Buick, I think. Yeah, it's like, but a, like, yeah, it, it definitely felt like it should be a like a car service car. Yeah, yeah, or like in the LBJ funeral procession, <laughs> it's like a little swanky. Yeah, yeah, for, for a rainy high school scene for sure. Uh, uh, but he he kind of tells like, yeah, I can't make it through like. The whole day in there, you know, I'm getting bullied all the time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and we find, she's like, tell me what happened with this gun. Because she's kind of picking up on that Ricky's involved with the gun somehow. Because his name had know. been floated. That been was floating never around. Yeah. yeah, his name's kind of floating around. The principal floats it at one point. Yeah. And it, seem, it seems very much a sort of rumor millie. Yeah. Because no one's really said anything. Like, Brian hasn't said anything he to anybody. And he's P. the only real witness. He's trying to get that P, man. He's yeah. To, <laughs> uh, we find out that his... It's, we should also say there's a scene previous 
where they're in class and the teacher's talking about uh, guns. Oh my like, god! Yeah, you're going to be yeah, the victim. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be the victim. And he's like, "Well, you know, you think all everybody with a gun's the problem, but what if they're the victim? Yeah. You don't see what's going on in the school if people are getting, you know, bullied and so on and so forth." And, and he like, kind of has a. He says, "Like if I if I could, I'd carry. I'd be packing right be, now." Yeah, he switches to hard lingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. <laughs> Does Angela leave the room again at this moment? And that's when Angela storms out because okay. that's when she gets the note. Yes, uh, from, from that, the dude. from the basketball player or whatever. I on that note, really fast, I know I'm jumping around. No, it's fine. She's getting all this attention, and every scene she's wearing that ugly flannel dress. She should be happy that <laughs> any man is looking at her at all. Oh, um, man. And look, there's also a scene where like they're walking through the gym, and this like, basketball player runs up. He goes up, and he's yeah. like, hey, how are you? And yeah. he just leaves. And she's like, what was that about? I'm like, bitch, you know exactly what that's about. Get a clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ricky, if it wasn't a TV show in real life, Ricky just basically exposed himself as the guy with the gun. gun. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, So then we're in their car, and she's like, tell me about the gun. And we find out that Ricky's cousin brought the gun to school to sell, and he was pissed at him for bringing It's like, get this gun out of here. Right. And they got in a big fight, and then the gun fell out of this box and went off. Uh, and, and his cousin, cousin Pete is pants and ran away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is crazy. And, and that, uh, what's, what is hilarious to me is, again, in a pre-Columbine world, yeah. this gun is... The ultimate wrap up of the storyline is that this gun's played for a joke. A guy peed his pants and ran away. And, yeah. Nobody's in any Oops. real danger. Yeah. It's just goofy. And he brought uh, it to sell it. Right, right, right. He wasn't, he wasn't, was, yeah, it wasn't like he was going to shoot somebody. Nobody was mad. Um, and then they have a very touching moment where Ricky tells her, like... You know, you I you think of me as Rayanne's friend. I'm just that guy that's sort of around. Yes. And then she gives him like this real hug, and like you, you see that evolution of their friendship, like, totally really taking their friendship to another level. It, it's it's handled very well. Um, what is handled also pretty well, I like, <laughs> is uh, so Krakow has been getting interrogated time and again by this principal. Yeah, the, the principal prin- brings turns in, into this weird leery character. The principal <laughs> brings in the de- like detectives to try FBI to get the information out of him. Point. It's so crazy. All these suits. At one point, he tells Brian Krakow like. You're uh, he's like, you ever heard of uh, accessory after the fact? Yes. <laughs> I was like, you're just trying to scare a child. But he's also in his face whispering. Yeah, that, yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. I also like how all the suit guys, the detectives, are like sitting on desks or backs of chairs. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. These intimidating <laughs> postures. Right, right, know? right. Again, um, that power thing. It's and that's everybody's dealing with. And that's why, and that's when Brian gets his fucking big moment. Yes. when he's just like, you know, you're because the principal keeps telling him like we have to defend the school, right? And like fix the, the vibe of the school. And like, even the, the bitchy Sharon tells him what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even she's got an opinion. And then and then Krakow is like, well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> I saw <laughs> all I saw was two sets of legs leaving. If you. Pull me in here again. I will insist on having a lawyer. I will sue the school for everything it's got. If you try to suspend me or, or expel me, I will tell everybody in the world. And they and you know what? I am a, a valedictorian track student, so they'll believe me. And I'll tell yeah. them what kind of person you really are. And he just fucking goes off. And then and the, it's fantastic. Did you see the detectives change their body? Oh language? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, for me, they all kind of sit back. Who do we work for now? <laughs> yeah. Brian Krakow. Uh, was, I I loved it. I was uh-huh. like, good for you, Brian Krakow. Have a moment. But then also, the other side of the story is, so good for Brian Krakow, yeah. Brian Krakow's the one who started the rumor about fucking Angela Chase fucking Lo and behold. Lo and behold, which uh, is an important thing, because I like Sharon as a character. She's this weird gateway to information, you know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. And really, her own character just keeps getting slaughtered all the time. <laughs> yeah. But why does Angela run into the bathroom? Is it because... It's after the note. Okay. She leaves and she runs into the bathroom. 
uh, when she gets that note about uh, uh, whoever the boy gets right, that football note, guy. the football guy. And he runs into she runs into the bathroom. She's hiding, and Sharon walks in with Gracie. Right, and Gr- she's all pumping her up like you're gonna get that crack out, Dad. <laughs> get a crack of that crack out. Yeah, uh, but then she starts telling fucking Sharon starts telling Gracie about oh how fucking Angela's fucking Jordan Catalano yeah. and. Uh, I can't believe she did that in a car in front of Brian Crackhouse's house. I mean, that's a real bitch move. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. not a... I mean, that's a really low dog. If he was ever thinking he was going to bang Angela Chase, like, a move like that is a... Is not the way to go. set you back light years in teenage land. <laughs> she eventually... Angela confronts him about it. Yes. And he basically says, like, well, you hurt me. Like, I... You have it... Like, you pretended that you didn't know... Jordan Catalano was coming over, but you definitely did. You right. just used me, right? Uh, drama, and that you drama, and you drama. don't care about who you hurt, which is accurate. That yeah. is a hundred percent the situation that happened. Right. She and she's a huge narcissist who does not care about sure. anybody else. Uh, Cheers. Which which continues on into the next episode yes. with those tickets, but we'll get to that in a second. However, however, fucking that's not how you. What you do is you. But see, here's the thing. Yeah, we're grown adults. Yes. with emotional uh, maturity. Yeah, so we know how to. If someone hurts you, you go. Oh, I will go talk to that person about how they hurt me if yeah. I want to be their friend. You don't start a rumor that they fucked Jordan Catalano. Completely fucked. Completely fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there was a rumor that a girl, uh, the only reason this guy didn't, like, go further with her was because she'd passed out and then started shitting herself. And regardless of whether or not that's true, and there's zero proof that it yeah, was that's true, that's true yeah. I was like, what a horrible rumor to have going on. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? And that guy said it, and, like, that's what Krakow was doing. A hundred percent. You know, she might be a slut anyway angela chase i don't believe that but. i don't think she is i mean we've seen pretty right he like we know that she's not i think but jordan Catalano was trying to get rid of that rumor you know what i yeah, mean yeah I think yeah he realized it was bad real estate <laughs> <laughs> uh and then the last thing we, so we find that out and then uh there's a shot of them coming to school, and there's now metal detectors. In oh yeah, <laughs> and that's supposed to be the big weighty moment of this, but, of like, but, oh they, shit, metal detectors. Okay, so wait though, did you notice that at the end they're all walking in the school? They're outside the building. It, the sun is out, right? They're, and it's been raining the whole episode, and she's looking at Ricky, and they're kind of looking at each other. Now we're friends, and Krakow's there, like he kind of saved the day, even though he's still a dick for doing he, all that. Yeah, but and, at least he didn't snitch on fucking Ricky, right? Yeah. And then they enter the building, and then. There are the metal detectors, right? And, and like, they all free, like wow. we had metal detectors in our school, yeah, and yeah. guess what? They were parked up against the wall the entire time. Like I <laughs> never used them. They, yeah, yeah, they yeah. got them, and it's like they. Just, it was like that at fancy lawnmower your dad bought, and then <laughs> it was too expensive <laughs> a, to fuel. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but that it is funny to me that like they. It was almost like the writers were like, oh wait, we actually have to make this somewhat serious it was a gun because there was no resolution <laughs> to, to the that gun. gun yeah yeah, yeah. No, nobody um, ever... i mean we know the story but like that who it. got the gun it was who, who, who i mean the cops like, what, have it at the end is that what happened well the poli- i mean the police like well the teacher comes out the, the whole uh, the hallway empties because of the gunshot yeah and then the teacher's looking at it so we are to assume that they took it to the cops or whatever also when the girl who owned the locker went to the counselor she wanted to change lockers i loved her i loved her too because she was like it's crazy i was thinking about how much i wanted that soda <laughs> i loved her that was my favorite moment that was, she I was, was thinking about how much i wanted that soda she was my favorite uh <laughs> good episode i enjoyed yeah. it very much uh more along the lines of what I was expecting from the show, yes. where it's like here's like sort of an issue. They hit and their then also, stride. 
everybody every each character really flourished mm. i thought everybody had a part it was more ensemble yeah yeah, yeah. um and i thought they kind of had their they, like i said they hit their stride for sure but they really jumped into it with it was gun violence and aids references it, yeah and, yeah and she know. tries to sit when the mom tries to sit her down and be like I, you have to use protection yeah and she's like i'm not fucking jordan catalina yeah. it was fucking yeah. hilarious the mom lost for me in this episode she sure. was just a big old bitch she was she's kind of a bitch and she proceeds to be a bitch in the next episode they're yeah. making the mom a bitch of a one note yes character yeah. she's kind of always now initially in well, the, uh, previously <laughs> it's hard when your skin is the same color as your hair <laughs> <laughs> that is very true she's just sort of beige she's, across the board right um they initially in the early episodes they set up a thing where the mom says to the dad like why do i always have to be the bad cop why yep. can't you be the bad cop yep. or whatever yep, but yep. then we see that she's just naturally the bad cop it she's fits. just naturally the person who doesn't want anyone having have any fun, fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at one point we find out that uh angela's dad is way into the grateful dead yeah and love it he got free tickets to go and it's thursday now they're being audited yep but for some reason, the mom is like, you can't go to a concert after our audit. Audit, yeah. Why the fuck not? That makes no sense. Yeah, she's being terrified. It, it's, it's just her. She doesn't want anyone to have fun. Like, she's just you know, a- that's what she's been like for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But she, I like it. Okay, so they're... they're Across, are we talking about? Yeah, it? let's jump okay. into the episode for sure. So they are being audited and they're, they're sprawling with papers. Right. And I'm kind of a person who likes paper i like yeah i see like, I mean, you're taking notes TV, on paper you yeah, know yeah. and so i'm really attracted to a table full of papers right. like that uh which is an easy sell for me so when she finds out that he's going to the dead concert at thursday on the day of the audit <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. audit thursday <laughs> don't you know she crawls across the table it's in so this like weird. exhausted almost sexual fashion yeah, yeah. on all the papers uh-huh. you know? it is one of the most unattractive things i've ever seen it's, it's so like, weird because he's like yeah i'm going to this concert and she's like what you're gonna go to a rock concert and she crawls across the table at him and be like on Thursday yeah. it's just such a weird delivery of that moment yeah. that he's like fine I won't go to the rock and concert and he just deflate he, he just well he's came. clearly a like somewhat henpecked this isn't I think first. that's also partially why he was trying to almost have an affair in the previous For episodes sure but it's also probably not the first dead show she stood in the way of sure you know what i mean uh so it's um, this episode's called father figures yeah oh, God, uh, i love that you know the titles okay uh well i torrented them and okay. they're on the file so so the, the youtube titles. oh and i should mention this because it comes into play in this episode as well the um the what i'm watching it on on youtube yeah so the theme song it mutes uh, and then if a major song comes on, they'll mute the 30 oh, seconds it's portrayed. Wow. So, like, in this episode, there's an excellent Cranberry Very song. Very for sure, for sure. <laughs> and as soon as I heard the lick, I got real excited, and then my mm-hmm. YouTube video went silent for, like, 30 oh, seconds. Man. I was like, no! That stinks. Um, so that that is definitely happening. So whatever Grateful Dead references... There's they, some... There's a, a They play it at the end when he's when he's cleaning the gutters. We'll talk about that, we'll because I don't know what they say. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so... It opens with, and it's, I don't know why this is weird to me, but it opens, the dad walks in, and he's like, hello, anybody home? I'm here, I'm home. And Rayanne and Ricky and Angela are in the kitchen. Yes. But they, like, don't respond to him. Yep. And I don't get that. It's weird. It just, like, just, like, either leave, because you don't want to see him, yeah. or say hi, but I don't get this move of just not responding. It seems odd. Also, they're being quirky teenagers. It's not like they're up to no good. Yeah, no, they're just I mean? like eating peanut butter out the jar. Yeah, like, exactly, that's, they're yeah. not doing anything bad at all. Well, they did the flashback where he comes home and it's little Angela, and she's like, Danny's home! Yeah, 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 and yeah. So it, well, it, this whole episode is about the, the widening gap between 
her and well it really it's about fathers yeah. in general right yeah. because they're being audited not their personal finances but the business because they have we find out that they're we know they're working together but it's at this printing company that her father started yes and she has taken over the the, the actor who plays it's like great casting he's, and terrible he casting. is he's like a cartoon dad. he's like a vaudeville character yeah 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 like, i mean i kind of love him yeah but he is <laughs> He like he has like one of those like fisherman caps on All with the, the big glasses. Like All he's just such a dad. Are there fish hooks hanging from the, the hat? <laughs> the first thing he says when he walks in is like rain gutters falling off the side of the roof. Yeah, Turn yeah. these lights off. Yeah. He's just dadding all over the place. He belong. I thought he looked like a character for Grace Under Fire. Or yeah. Whatever that <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> like for he, sure. He belongs on the Brett Butler show. Or like uh, he <laughs> looks like he should be a cartoon on a on like a over the hill birthday card. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one of those. Like you're 50 now. Uh, Absolutely. My oh wait, when they hug, when he comes in and they introduce yeah. him, he's mean to the to the, the mom right. and to the to the, the dad, the husband, yeah. And he's real sweet to the granddaughters. But right. did you notice that when he hugs uh, Claire Danes, that they're both wearing almost the same kind of flannel? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like almost the same color. Oh, it's hilarious. Um, so we get a thing where like uh, there's a so ricky ricky's like i'm leaving i'll see you guys later or whatever and he goes and he has two words with he's like hi bye like, yeah he's really that he's just scared to be around the dad yep uh ryan and the dad bond huge and i really thought what the storyline was going to be was jealousy was that angela yeah. was going to be jealous of ryan yeah because she's bonding with the dad yeah turns out she's because she's a full-on hippie now, she's right. like, "I love the Grateful Dead." Yeah, they. Um, her mom was like, li- was like a full-on like father of the Grateful Dead. Yeah, in a, like live in a van. She calls her a wharf rat or something. One of my least favorite things, which is why I'm interested in this show, is I hate the first season of almost every TV show. Right. Because none of the jokes make sense. Because they're kind of making it up as they go along. Sure. Which is the total hippie thread. Right. Grateful Dead. Out of nowhere, also yeah. with the dad, like he doesn't look like a burner. Doesn't make you know any what sense. I mean? yeah, 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 exactly. For sure. Like he might look like he drinks scotch secretly. <laughs> uh, so this was a development. For sure. Um, but they're like cooking in the kitchen and Angela's being a gloomy teenager, but they are being flirty. You Just know being what I mean? a little flirty. Well, what's weird, like, because it's not even so much that they're being flirty, but if if Rayanne was an adult, yes, and they had the exact same interaction, yes. you'd be like, oh, they're being flirty, yes. But it kind of just came across to me, and maybe it's just because I don't want the dad to be a fucking child molester. Right. <laughs> that I was just like, it seemed like, oh, he's really putting forth an effort. Yeah, where the mom fucking hates Rayanne for no reason uh, other than she ate her cheese. It's literally right. the only thing she, that girl has done to the mom. <laughs> to earn the, the And the right. mom's like, she every time the mom refers to Rayanne, she goes, that girl Rayanne. Yeah, she calls Every her. time. And I think what's funny is her mom in the last episode looked pretty together except for being like eccentric. You know yeah, I mean? she seemed just a little like not even flighty. She was just yeah, a little like yeah, she's fun, immature maybe. But she but, she seemed like she wasn't like covered in tattoos or you know what I mean. Like yeah. she wasn't. They didn't play her up to be a complete drunk. I felt like the dad cooking with Rayan was uh, just trying to show his daughter, see, I'm fun. Yeah, I can be fun for she sure. Being all because she's being all only fritters. Or yeah. Fuck, and um, fritters are good. I was a vegetarian for nine years. It's like, but you were never a snob about food. Yeah, like, yeah, Especially yeah. if it's free. Um, um. So, <laughs> uh, the daughter is still, what we find out is Angela is basically dealing with the 
like she doesn't know what if you can trust her dad because she saw him talking to that girl yeah. and she uh Which she they saw that whole conversation all. they have not resolved that. Yeah. that's this still that's this is the next step of her dealing with yeah, that yeah uh so she like <laughs> she goes into the room and they're like we're being audited and it's like, oh, why? Did you lie about something? It's so fucking good. Yeah. Because she says it's so like, oh, lie. Like, it's so fucking stupid. But I love it. Um, and he goes immediately. He's like, why is she looking at me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is she looking at me? Yeah, because you're guilty, motherfucker. That's why. Right. Uh, she, That's great. Uh, so Rayanne is not in love with her with the dad. Yeah. But she definitely is like... It's the it, there's a father figure thing there because she she doesn't she's hungry she's for it. she's hungry for that male right. not male attention in the sexual way but just to have a dad in her life she makes these moments of like my mother had all these boyfriends yeah uh, clearly that house is kind of a mess <laughs> right uh, although I will say sober Rayanne no I, <laughs> two episodes I feel like they dropped the drinking thing and picked up the hippie thing I wonder because I can't remember really what happens to her character later right um, but it, she does seem very clean and whole all of a sudden because yeah. why else would they be like all going to the dead show as a family right unless it's like mother daughter drinky thing could be which totally I knew people like sure that. sure sure that's whose house you went to yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it was that those, and when you're a kid you're like man it makes like when you have that family or the parents who are like if you're gonna drink drink yeah. here that shit and when you're a kid you're like see that's smart and responsible yeah. why can't my parents be smart and responsible no that shit is fucking inappropriate it's, it's dangerous it's super yeah. dangerous <laughs> it's dangerous I just I had friends who had good parents and the the friends would freak the fuck out on them and stuff. I yeah, mean, yeah, I had yeah, good yeah. parents too, but it would be like, you know, dude, you're being kind of hard on your dad. You know, right, I, mean, right, I would never right. say that. But that's what this episode is because it's like, wow, your dad seems kind of boring safe and he's into the Grateful Dead. Like, my dad had a Rooker collection and it was Barbara Streisand. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we didn't, I didn't want those tickets. Right. <laughs> uh, but those, so, so that's where another, epi- another moment of the mom can't let anyone have any fun. He when he says he's not gonna, he, I'm not gonna go to the concert. But he goes to Rayanne and Angela, and he's like, "So I'm not going. You guys want the tickets?" And Rayanne's like, "Why are you fucking see?" Like she yeah. loses her mind. Yeah. Angela, do you want to go? And Angela's like, "Yeah, fine." Whatever. So bored. So yeah. couldn't give a <laughs> couldn't fuck. even care. But also, I mean, I would have that reaction if you wanted to go to the Grateful Dead. I don't fucking like that. But shit. Jerry Garcia died in '95. I believe so. Okay, so this was still the dead. Not the still, Joan yeah, Osborne yeah, dead. Right, right, right. <laughs> this was still the real Grateful Dead. Okay. I believe. Okay. Um. Well, that would make sense to me because the mom throws out a couple seriously good '90s references, and yeah. they really let her be the one to be the deliverer of those. Right, right, right. Because um, when she finds out that they're going to the Grateful Dead concert, she's like, "Heidi Fleiss might be yeah, there." Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. she's like, because so the ridiculous. dad's like, "What? It's not a big deal." Her, the, Rayanne's mom's gonna be there, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sure Rayanne's mom's gonna be there." Yeah. And Heidi Fleiss is gonna meet him there. It's like, <laughs> what? Why? Did be, I don't understand. Why would saying. okay well, a predominant madam be into the dead? That doesn't <laughs> doesn't make any sense. I don't link those two things together. It's just a thing for her to again be this character that doesn't want anyone to have any fun. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, no, they can't go. It's a school night or whatever yeah. the fuck. Which, I mean, I guess it's a school night, but also, whatever, man. You can go out to a fucking concert. <laughs> Did you You're get 15. The- when was your first concert? Oh, man. Well, embarrassingly, it was when I was like 10 years old and it was the Paula Abdul concert. But that but was, I mean that's like your like somebody's parents took you my you're a parents, kid yeah totally yeah yeah but when the, was the first concert you went to like of your own like, as, like yeah. yeah and 
Not embarrassingly, but it is embarrassingly. <laughs> and, and she, I'm glad that when they have the father-daughter conversation about music, because it was the Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, and it was, the opening act was garbage. <laughs> it was like, nine, nine, That's not bad, though. I've seen 1996. Worse. Yeah, yeah. You know, How old were you? I was 15. I wasn't allowed to go to concerts. Yeah, yeah. And they're, one of their bandmates, uh, OD'd on heroin. Oh, wow. so, so that probably didn't help. Yeah. Well, no, it didn't. My mom was like, I, honestly, okay, this is good really fast. My mom was like, you shouldn't buy their records because you're supporting their drug habit. <laughs> and for a minute, I took I it. Like, oh, fuck And right. then 15 year old Daniel clicked to life and was like, wait a second. Yeah. You like Elvis and James Taylor? <laughs> I was like, don't talk to me about yeah, yeah, yeah. supporting people's drug habits. Uh, mom. First- Anyway, go ahead. No, my first concert was uh, Cypress Hill, yes. Rage Against the Machine, <sighs> Funk Dubious, and a little band called Seven Year Bitch. Yes, of course. You did not get to see that. That was the tour. I was like maybe 15 or 16. It was the first time I went with like friends. Where? And I rem- uh, it was at the Mid-Hudson Civic Center in Poughkeepsie, New York. Yes, it was. And... Uh, I remember coming home and my parents being like, "Was my mom being like, was there pot there? Uh-huh. And I was like, no, I didn't. I mean, if there was, I didn't see any pot. And I certainly <laughs> didn't smoke any pot. Neither did I. But there, I mean, it was a Cypress Hill concert. For there, sure. There was literally a hand holding a giant joint, like a <laughs> six foot hand holding a joint on stage. Like, no, what pot? Who would? No, absolutely not. Um, can I say, though, do you notice that, and not to jump the gun, but later when she's talking about music and she says what she's into, the first two bands she mentions are Smashing Pumpkins. And Rage Against the Machine. Machine? Yeah, yeah, Look at yeah. us being little Angela Chasers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's fabulous. It's great. Um, so so Ange- Rand's way into, into Angela's dad. Yeah. In that way of like, and Ricky your dad's really nice. It. And Ricky, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Ricky's like, oh, he's kind of handsome. He had stubble that day because he fucking... Yeah. See, there's a... Aunt, she's the only one who doesn't like the stubble is Angela. But see, that's tied in with the mom mm-hmm. we'll find out later mm. because basically what we see is the mom dealing with her dad yep. and angela dealing with her dad yes uh because the dad owned the business and this audit is from the time when the dad owned the business so he has to be involved in this audit yeah and, and he's a know-nothing sassy like yeah kind highway of, or the highway kind of a dick old timer yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh and he's wrong he he's keeps a, doing the wrong thing he's a future trump voter <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> uh he keeps like Every mistake that you could make in the audit process, he's making. And I don't know what those mistakes are, but they make a point of pointing yeah. that out. Well, they like, are kind of nebulous. They're real cloudy about what the audit is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also, I'm not 100% sure what an audit is. I know it's about your taxes. They, they come just, and check your receipts or whatever. You, basically, you have to turn in everything that says anything you did about your like yeah, bu- yeah. buying and selling that year. Right. And if you lied it's yeah on if paper. you yeah now it's on paper and they can fuck you or whatever yeah uh, basically so he's like he comes up with this. He like claimed eighty seven. He wrote off like eighty percent of eighty seven percent of the car that he purchased, and he's yes. like, "Oh, well, I'll use it for uh, work. for work or whatever." Yeah. And he has to make like a log. It's a, all that's kind of boring, yeah. But it's just to set up this relationship of her trying to establish herself as an adult in her father's eyes. Because he's really like emotionally hung up on that decision, sure. Because he can't kind of budge on it. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. weird. Um. <laughs> uh, which we find like so basically yeah so she her dad still treats her like a kid yes. has the final say and she's like we need to that has to stop I'm running this business now. right uh, Angela and she sits down to dad at one point and is like Angela's doing this with you at an age when she should have I'm doing it a thousand years late with my dad yeah. right now yeah uh, but Angela being the fucking narcissistic bitch <laughs> that she is that she is. She's talking to Jordan Catalano, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, uh, I owe you $30 for the, whatchamacallit, for the, the, fake, for ID. the fake ID. 
uh, I got these. She's like, oh, I have these Grateful Dead tickets, and he's like, well, scalp those tickets, and you can pay me back. Right, and she, I, she, I honestly re- remember this where she just pulls the tickets out of her bag and just flashes them in front of him, just goes. <laughs> Tickets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just doesn't even know what she's doing. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Bitch doesn't know how to scalp. And uh, she gives them to, like, him to scalp for or $30. Well, here's the thing. She got a hundred. We find out at the end, she got $120 for those tickets. Oh. Well, Who did she sell them to? Wow, well, they really don't they address don't, that. They shit. don't address it at all. She gives them to, to Jordan Catalano, and he, he he's going to scalp them. them. Man, he's just a dealer. Uh, but he tells, she tells Rayanne, and Rayanne's fucking crushed. Right. One, she wanted, she loved the dead. Yeah. And she makes a point later when they kind of have the conversation. She's like, I'm sure your dad is the kind of dad that gives you stuff all the time, but I don't have that. Right. It was really special to me. And, and he gave just, it to And he gave me. it to me as well. Awesome. It was more about her. I'd say it's more about Rayanne than Angela even. For sure. Because he, she's the one who was the fan. Like, she was the one who was bonding with him on that conversation. She mentioned some, like... Uh, some bootleg tape that she had of them yeah, and yeah, some yeah. specific concert. And he's like, hear. oh, I was there. Yes. I'm like, fucking, all that stuff. I'm a bootleg junkie myself. Oh, and yeah. And so I can really read it. Like, I wish I was into Fish or The Grateful Dead. Because that would be, Because yeah. that culture, I'm super into that. Like, did you see the show last night? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. it's never yeah, the same yeah. show twice or whatever. Right, right, right. Um, but what, I, then what, if you're, like, I wouldn't even know what other bootleg like to me it's the dead or fish or whatever but i don't know who else like what it's a sad default but plan c is just tori amos that's it oh boy that's the only so you got a lot of tori amos bootlegs i have had to like erase pictures and things on my computer because my bootleg accounts like outweighed it wow i'm over i'm kind of over it now but if you'd met me 10 years ago it would have been a nightmare that was like full force um but no i did appreciate like this is a sober rayanne problem you know what right. I mean? Like she's legit hurt. Yeah, it's um, not. Yeah, it's not just her being drunk and overreacting. Yeah, or whatever. It's she's smashing upset. a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and even Ricky's like, I see your side. I see her side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see my side, which is I don't have a side. Which I actually right. thought I, was a funny line. Uh, uh, this episode, everybody's kind of quirky. I feel yeah. like everybody's a little bit more like uh, quippy, mm-hmm. um, funnier, except uh, for the mom. Well, they, uh, other than the Heidi Fleiss line. She comes in mad. You know what I mean? Sure. They give her the first... Oh, wait. Okay, so when they're in the bed talking about like the concert right, and right, her right. father, and we need to take this over and do it ourselves, yeah. um, he turns on the TV, oh, and she goes, yeah, yeah. I can't watch that guy. I miss it's Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. thank you for the... A, the Johnny nod, and the Jay sure. Leno did. Yeah, like, yeah, That's yeah. great. That I'm was a big fantastic. fan of that. Huh. Uh, so here's where, this, where Angela is, again, just a... A fucking manipulative, <laughs> tiny little bitch. She, so it's concert night. The dad is supposed to have told her that she can't go to the concert, yes. right? But she for, she forgets. He forgets. In well, the they're being audited. They're being audited. They have a lot of shit going on. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's like, oh, God damn it. I forgot to tell her. Yeah. I'll go tell her now. And he goes upstairs. She's like, look, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have given you those tickets. I can't give them to you. Yeah. And she's like, but I told Rayanne Just that so. she, like, we we're going to go and blah, blah, blah. And he's like. Oh, well, I'll call Rayanne, and I'll explain it to her. I'm sure it's, I know it stinks, but this is the way kinda it is. Kind of being cool about kinda, it. Kind of being cool about it, but like, whatever. And Angela is like, that's Rayanne. I'm leaving. I'm yeah. going to the concert. And she runs outside <laughs> yep. to make him feel bad. Yep. And then she just hides in Brian Krakow's parents' car. Right. Which, which is, is fucking weird. I hate how much they like use that poor kid because then they hate it when he shows up. I'm right. like, you're in his car. Yeah, you're constantly in his life. 
One of these things I like that she does is whatever her plot line is, they give it to her where Angela has to like furrow her brow and realize it's her fault and yeah. then get out of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so yeah, then yeah, she yeah, just yeah. turns into like, I'm going to flip the script and be a bitch teenager again then, right. and run out on my dad. And then she's sitting in the car. And then she's sitting there like, fuck, I, don't have a, I can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and my favorite thing is Brian Krakow power trips in the car. <laughs> Remember that? He's like, because he wants to know about... Yeah, tell uh, me about your kind of like. Or, yeah. yeah, he goes. It's my car. I think I have the, the right, right to, to know. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Remember when your jurisdictions were so slight? You know what I mean. It's like, also not your car, man. It's your parents. You car. have rollerblades. I've seen you riding them a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think they're quads. He I, says, "Yeah, they might be." He says to his. He says, uh, uh, "Like, why don't you come up to my room instead of hiding out here? It's cold. Why are you hiding oh, in the man. car?" Straps. Uh, he's like, <laughs> she's like, what about your parents? He's like, oh, they're they're balancing their checkbook. They'll never notice or whatever. Uh, and then she, he's immediately shitty to her about Jordan Catalano. Yeah. And she's like, I'm out of here. Fuck this. All these kids. Have but then he gives her problems. a sweater. Yep. He gives him. His, he gives her a sweater, which is nice. And then the dad comes outside and sees that sees <gasps> that she's been lying. Well, she's been hiding outside. Yeah. He comes out to inspect the gutter yeah, that yeah. his stepfather, father-in-law yeah, yeah. mentioned. Uh, the symbolism in this show, and, I tell you. <laughs> and now the dad has given her the old silent treatment, which I love, which is fucking hilarious. She, she like he offers the uh, the younger daughter some mm-hmm. orange juice, yeah. and Angel's like, "I'll have some," and he just like walks past. Yeah, her and says whatever to the, he's like, "To the you want a free college education?" And yeah, like, yeah, I want one. <laughs> Closes the door on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one thing the mom is on the side of is his behavior because she's kind of a bitch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like she says, like, yeah, you like. She just runs out. Yeah, you did. Sh- you shouldn't have sold those tickets. Mm-hmm. You should have lied to your dad and run outside like you were going to the concert. Yep. Because Angela's like, what's his problem? Yeah. And he's like, she's like, uh, I think you know exactly what the problem is. Yeah. The mom kind of reminds me of Judge Judy in that moment where she just lays the, lays it out. You know what I mean? There's like not a lot of BS in the thing. She's like, you did this, 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 yeah, this, yeah, this. Yeah, You'd yeah, be pissed yeah, yeah. too, you know? Uh, so there's another. I have a note here that just made me laugh. Uh, two, two notes about the scene where Rayanne and... Uh, Angela kind of have it out in the bathroom. In the bathroom, one is that there's a graffiti on the underneath the mirror that says <laughs> "Shroom Face." I don't even know what that means. It just made me. I was like, whoever the art director was was like, oh, that's yeah. got to be like an inside joke or yes. something. Uh, but then the other thing is, Rand's like going on about how like you know your dad, you have this dad that like you like good is a good guy. Yeah. And Angela says, no, like I don't know if that's true. Remember that night we couldn't get in the club bolt. I found. I yeah. came home and he was let's talking bolt. to this. I noticed. I bolt. forgot that it's called yeah, yeah. Let's Bolt. <laughs> um. And uh, he said, "She says like I came home that night and I saw him with this girl in the street." Yeah. And Rayanne's like, "Look, even if you're te- like, even if that's true, yeah, your dad is still the kind of dad that, by the way, she uses this expression, lays Grateful Dead tickets on yeah. you." <laughs> uh, but uh, but he's like, and that's what's important. Yeah. And I'm like. I don't know if it is. Like, <laughs> if your father's cheating on your wife, on yeah. your mom, that might be more important and than I'm, getting Grateful Dead tickets. Maybe. My, my two favorite things about that particular scene was that how Angela thinks that that girl was in her 20s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that girl's like, clearly almost 40. Now, yeah, like, yeah, she's yeah. a contemporary. She's your dad's <laughs> age. And then Rayanne also uh, puts it in, in a very accurate form. She's like, yeah. you don't buy or sell Grateful Dead yeah, yeah, you, you give. give them and the dad even says that he's yeah, like yeah, I yeah. gave them to you right, you know right, what I mean right. in this similar like whatever hippie absolutely burner philosophy of, <laughs> of the dead life the uh, the mother's storyline kind of plays out with, so the 
they have a fight with the dad during yeah. the audit. The dad uh, fights with the mom over everything. The pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. He's like, have some pie. He's like, I want pie. Yeah. Yeah, she'll take pie. Like, the lights in the house. Super controlling. Yeah. They get in a fight during the audit, and then there's a scene where they're at the the printing company or whatever. Yeah, that was weird. And uh, she's like, yeah, I'm going to get a... I'm gonna, this is also... I, the technology and the money. It might be right, but I have <laughs> yeah. no idea. Right. She's like, I want to get into high-speed... High like photocopiers yeah. and like update the business. Yeah. And she's like, and I was saying like, I, you know, your voice popped in my head and I was like, if I lease it, it'll only be $8,000 a, a month. month. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they can't afford that. House. That is way more yeah. than, than the rent on that building. Yeah. I promise you. It's a small shop, but it's a beautiful brick building. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a nice shop. But there's that can't be right. But Eight what, grand a month to I, lease a photocopier do you know the suspension of disbelief where like they they yeah. create this like you know the everything's nice the house yeah, the school yeah, the yeah, fr- yeah. you know what i mean you kind of i don't know what kind of cars they drive except for jordan catalano sure but something about me i was like that does sound expensive but they don't even blink yeah or, <laughs> or maybe that is why you're getting audited you fool yeah, yeah. You're trying to swing an eight thousand dollar a month lease <laughs> uh yeah that didn't make any sense that's not even a car you know yeah, what i mean like for sure that's crazy uh, but they get this fight, and she basically tells the dad, like, look, you have to stop controlling my life. The, the dad is lurking in the store, by the way. The dad way. is just sort of lurking. He just lurking. shows up at night. And uh, yeah, he's at night, too. Yeah. Uh, they And they kind of have it out, and that's when the dad's like, he goes to kiss her, and he's like, oh, by the way, you know, I've got, I haven't shaved, I got stubble, and she's like, I don't care. Yeah. And he's like, well, when I was, when you were little, you would always care. Like, like if I went to kiss you goodnight, and I had stubble, you'd be like, mm-hmm. no, daddy, your whiskers are too scratchy. And Angela does that earlier to the dad. Yes. Because the dad hasn't shaved that day, and he hugs it like Ray goodbye, and then he goes to kiss her goodnight, she's like, oh, you're too scratchy. <laughs> so this whole episode is just showing those, like, these identical parallels mirrors between. and the mom is the dad too at one point the dad the dad says something shitty to the father and you don't really hear it and uh-huh. the dad's like and the, the father what do you say yeah they and he goes oh it's not it's not worth repeating yeah and then when 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 the mom and dad are fighting she yep. does the exact same thing she does it as like the exact same thing. what did you say it's not worth, worth repeating, repeating. Yeah. she storms up the stairs he really so is like, a man alone in his own home yeah, nobody's happens, nice to him he crouches down on the stairs i'm like wow <laughs> that guy has nowhere to go but that staircase yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. I keep waiting to see just like the little daughter come and just like kick him in the shin. Like it's, nobody's nice. Yeah, to him. right. I mean, and they're still they're still t- sweet. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they yeah. still love each other. Uh, uh, she basically so yeah. That's when the mom kind of tells the dad like, "Look, I know you're trying to force this closeness with your with Angela. Yeah, but you have to not punish her for pushing you away because that's what she needs to do now. Like it, she should be doing that. She should not." She's growing up, and she can't have that same relationship yeah. she always had. But also, I think it's funny that the dad stops kind of shaving in the episode where he's the dead man. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't shave anymore. Uh, and then he goes to fix the gutter. Yep. Which, also, he puts the radio in the broken gutter. Like, the gutter's yeah. hang off, and he puts the radio in there. I was like, don't, dude, that's gonna... I yell at like weird things. Well, I liked, really fast, I liked the auditor lady, the uh-huh. IRS lady. Yeah, 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 She had, like, really tight hair, really tight business suit. Right. And I like how, like, suspicious and cunning they make the IRS. Like, sure. they've got these questions well, these she, tactics. He, he, yeah, she, at one point, she, like, uses... She's like, oh, you go on all these lavish vacations. Yeah, she's like, what are you talking about? I've never on a vacation. And she's like, sinks him. He, yeah, he, poke, he prods him into admitting that he uses the car for taking these trips yeah. as opposed to work. He's just uh, he's like, well, sometimes you gotta get away. Right. Yeah, yeah, Oops. yeah. yeah. <laughs> what car do you take? That car. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, so she's good, for sure. Yeah. And then Angela goes out to the dad, 
and the dad is listening to Grateful Dead trying to fix the the uh, the what you call it. The, My the YouTube gutter. video just went silent. Right. Uh, well, first, first he's playing. So he's playing the Grateful Dead, and at first he sees Brian Cracko, and he's like, "Hey, Brian, give me a hand. Come yeah. give me a hand up here." And Brian just like roller skates away, waving at him oh, backwards. That, I heard that line, which is her, and he's like. Oh, you're just gonna. He's like, oh no, I'm busy picturing your daughter naked. Yeah, is what the dad. Says. That's the funniest thing the dad said so for far. sure. And then he brings out Angela, or Angela comes out to bring him a drink. And he's like, come up here and help me fix this. And uh, they kind of talk about the tickets for a second. He swear he says he got a she got 120 dollars for the tickets. Mm. He's like, well, that's a 90 dollar profit. You should uh, report that on your taxes because I'm gonna audit you. That's a good old time. Uh, and then uh, she's like, can I turn this shit off? Like, can I turn this radio <laughs> off? She's, and he's like, what do you like listening to? That's, and that's when I came back. And in. that's when she says, like, I like Smashing Pumpkins and she uh, says Rage Against Machine, one more. Porno for Pyros. And he's like, oh, I, I like their Christmas album, which made me laugh. <laughs> she does it's say Porno a, for Pyros. She says Porno for Pyros, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I like their Christmas album. And he's like, Man, they must have joke. just come out. I mean, yeah, that's pretty, that pretty relevant. Be a pretty hot. Uh, and then she says, like, Billy Holiday. And he's like, oh, you like Billy Holiday? I love Billy Holiday. Yeah. And it so sort of pulls out and fades out as they're talking about To Billy Holiday, did they play her? No, music? they were still playing the Grateful Dead. Um, the, I, I like that they had to throw that in just to give her like an ounce of depth. <laughs> yeah. the one scene where they're in the bedroom and she's sprawled out on the bed and they're playing that Cranberry song right. like that. Okay, so you, I heard the first like five seconds of it. And yeah, then the yeah, whole thing yeah. went blank and I knew exactly what was going on. Sure. Uh, but I was like that moment to me it was a very that I was there I was at a time where mm-hmm. gloomy white kids were playing dramatic songs like the cranberry <laughs> and thinking it gave them some kind of depth right 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 they right. nailed that for me that was very uh, very much a, a, a at home feeling uh, another strong episode I really enjoyed both of these it feels like those first couple those first couple episodes were good yeah but it almost feels like they after the second episode, they were like, "Oh no, this is exactly what the show is going to be now." Yeah, and they just kind of figured it out, and they've they've worked in these these everybody gets a story thing yeah. for the most part. No Ricky, no real Ricky story in this one. He's around, but he's just sort of around. They're kind of piggyback. They're like leapfrogging them. Yeah, yeah, which I sure. like with that many people to take. Yeah, care it's a of. lot of people to ride into a thing. The one advancement I noticed in this episode is that the parents were like a little more sexual. Like they're sure. like in the bed, kind of talking things out, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. kissy stuff. Right, and they to me have like. No charisma. None. You know Zero. what I mean? They're both very, very flat. It's very flat. And I think the dad is handsome, and he has like some kind of uh, warmth to mm. him. You know what I mean? But man, the second they're trying to be like anything together, I'm like, can you imagine how many takes they might have had to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, how yeah, 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 yeah. More awful it got. Uh, but yeah, two strong episodes. Yeah. I'm excited for the to keep watching. Uh, you got anything coming up you want to plug? Uh, uh, this won't be out for like a week or so. So Okay. Uh, in October, I get to host a play show with J.R. Brown. I'm real excited. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Where's that? At Develve. Develve. Oh, that's going to be great. Get your tickets now. You said a week from now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still promoting Sparkle Good at Cold Town on the 29th and the Toyota Lopez show at the New Movie Theater on the 30th. Get your tickets. There's small places. It's going to sell out. That's awesome. So definitely go to that. Uh, I will be... Where am I? When does this come out? This comes out next week, so then uh, I'm at the Meltdown uh, at Fantastic Fest here in Austin with Jonah and Kumail on the 23rd. That weekend, I'm also at the Velveeta Room with Alonzo Bowden, the, the uh, 23rd and 24th, Dang. or 24th, 25th, whatever it is, Friday and Saturday. Uh, so come out to those. October, I am in 
uh, Seattle, a part of the live with Mike Lawrence. So that's going to be fun. And all the other stuff's on my website. So just check for that. Dates for that. Check out my other podcast, Wig Snatchers, where me and Ralphie Hardesty and Kath Barbadaro talk a bunch of shit. It's super fun, loose conversations about politics and pop culture and just being funny. Uh, If you like the show, rate, review, subscribe to us on iTunes. It is super helpful. If you can and you like the show and you want your friends to listen to it, share it on social media. Tell your friends to listen. That helps us because they're your friends and they listen to you. Uh, We will be back (laughs) next week. Thanks.